0: Mom, I'm gonna put a cap on the beginning <laughs> of this episode and tell my mom not to listen to this. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> sorry, Steph. You just you just can't. Okay.
1: Okay, now I'm here. Ew. Sorry. Hey psychos, it's Karen and it's Grace, and
0: welcome to episode nine of Psycho Analysis. Let's fucking get it. Let's yes, fucking yes, get yes, it. Yes.
1: Yes. 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 So. Grace, do you have any funny stories of the week or just a story in general?
0: Not going to lie, my week has kind of been shitty. Um, That's okay. So, instead of telling you a story about my week, I just have a general, like, I don't know, life um, observation. Yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. Go for it.
0: So, um, recently, due to the fact that my week has been shitty, Mm -hmm. I have drank a lot. And what I've noticed... Is that the more I drink, the more my skin clears up. Huh. And there's 100% a correlation there because, like, oh. nothing <laughs> else about my life has changed. Like, I haven't changed my diet. I'm washing my face with the same stuff. Like, everything is the same. Interesting. So, I think for those of you who have acne out there, I think I've just saved both of our lives.
1: And uh, some money. Well, and
0: some money. Well, no. Actually, that's also very Yeah, really actually, no. So... <laughs> Um, yeah. In case you haven't tried alcohol yet, do that and see what happens. I'm just kidding. Really don't do that. Drink responsibly and don't drink in excess. Maybe do I was like... going to say,
1: the major thing I learned in stats class, correlation is not causation.
0: Okay. Well, in this case, I'm deciding it is. I'm doing a scientific study for how long I can keep drinking and how long my skin will keep being clear. Is <laughs> that something a good experiment to do? So
1: sounds good to me. I'll try that out. <laughs> All right, cool.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll get back to you guys with the results there.
1: <laughs> yes. And on those same lines, we are starting this episode off with a drink each because we are going to give you guys some advice.
0: And the best way to give advice is to drunkenly do it. And I'm not saying we're going to get drunk, but I'm not not saying we're going to get drunk.
1: I'm not saying we're going to get drunk. I'm just saying we're going to have a few drinks. Karn, what's your tolerance level, you think? So it used to be super, super, super low. Yeah. Like, like like
0: before college or
1: before? Well, yeah. Before college, like it was pretty low. And then like when I went to London, I had all my friends like had pretty high tolerances. And I just like, I was like the baby of the group. Karin just got
0: obliterated all the time.
1: Well, but like we would just like. Go to a bar, and I have one drink and, like, one shot, and I'd be, like, good to go for the night. Like, and then everybody would have to buy, like, several drinks. Honestly,
0: it's way cheaper to be a lightweight. It's way
1: cheaper. But now I think I've built it up a little bit more, but I'm still pretty – I'm still (laughs) a lightweight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dude, there are times where I will have, like – I'm not even joking – like, four or five drinks and be, like – I'm 100% fine. Like, I feel nothing. Really? There are other times strong? where I will have, like, a single oh. beer, and I'm like, holy Whoa, shit. <laughs> and so I, like, I think that my tolerance is mostly affected by, like, if I've eaten that day, and that's literally it.
1: No, but that that does factor a lot
0: like if i'm like if i like drink a beer like situation. while i'm cooking dinner i'm like oh yes vibing
1: <laughs> feeling
0: good right like if i drink a beer like after i've eaten dinner i'm like this has basically no effect on me it is similar to water
1: i 100 feel that
0: so that's why
1: it's the funnest when you just like grab a grab a glass of wine or a drink while you're making dinner because then it just makes everything more like
0: Ooh, I know. thought you were going to say that's why it's the funnest to drink on an empty stomach. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> Me in high school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So we asked you guys some questions on our social channels. We didn't ask
0: them any questions.
1: Or, whoa. Yeah. We actually
0: asked you told you, for questions. you guys yeah.
1: <laughs> to, to ask, to tell us, whoa, what? You're not getting this right at all. To, we told you guys to submit questions that you need advice given on does that make sense
0: (laughs) you did not need to say it that roundabout how about we just say we asked you guys to give us your problems Uh, and then you did and here we are going to fix Uh, them i will say a caveat i don't follow my own advice ever so
1: i will say a caveat too I grace doesn't follow my
0: grace doesn't advice. follow Karin's advice either
1: <laughs> grace does not like <laughs> Karin's advice but Karin gives good advice and now i'm gonna stop talking in the first person
0: <laughs> yeah but god damn it
1: i think i give pretty good advice but when it comes to like my own problems i don't like listening to my own advice i listen you to literally other
0: will like you'll like give me advice that's really good and advice I- And then the next day you'll text me with the same exact problem and be like, ha, 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 help. And I'm like, bitch, like just scroll up in the text thread. Like they're right there. I don't understand why you need me to say it back to you. I feel
1: like I, like I am a good advice giver, but when it comes to my own problems, like I need somebody else to give it to me because I'm like, I've already heard this a million times from myself. Somebody new needs to give it to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's no. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, I think we're both decent at giving advice.
0: Oh, I think I'm really good. At Whether least, like, or
1: not we like hearing it from each other. Oh,
0: I'm horrible at like listening to advice. I basically yeah. do whatever I want.
1: Yeah, it's annoying.
0: Um, Yeah, there's a lot of times where I'll text Karina and be like, this is what's going on. And she's like, this is what you should do about it. And I text her two days later, and I'm like, so I didn't do that. I did the opposite thing. And, like, things are still happening. And now my life is a literal train wreck, and I need more (laughs) advice. And you're like, um, bitch. How accurate that is is scary. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm actually, like, I love giving people advice. I love telling people what to do. So I think this will be really fun.
1: Yeah, and you guys supplied some very good questions oh i and am ready we we wrote down each and every single one of them so if you if you put one in for a joke boy it's in there they're gonna be in here <laughs> and the bots hello bots i hope you're listening because
0: i'm about <laughs> to tear you another asshole <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also these are gonna be good <laughs> yeah i'm really ready okay you want to just okay. go ahead and dive in all right, first question. Oh, also, all these are going to be anonymous, so don't need to worry about your issues slipping out into the world. We're just going to give you this advice, and you go on with your life. I can't even remember who sent who, and what. Yeah, I mean, neither so, can I. But thank yeah. you for sending them. Okay. Yeah. How to find a man that will actually date you?
0: Okay. Well, that's 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 a really good question. Um, I feel like I need to know, like, if you're just not having. Like, if you're only dating, like, boys, or if, like, right. you're only dating dudes who, like, don't like you or if you're not dating anyone at all. Like, very
1: different problems there. But all are valid problems. I used to be the type of girl that only went for those, like, douchebags, which I know is sometimes hot, but that doesn't supply good relationship material. So I think my advice would be, and this can go... For any guys who want to find a woman who will actually date them, or any guys who want a guy, or any girls who want a girl, or anybody who wants to date anybody. Um, But basically, I think... Yeah. Yeah. We are all inclusive here.
0: Yeah, baby.
1: (laughs) But basically, I think find somebody, whether it's a friend or an acquaintance, that you could just, like, genuinely get along with and have good conversations with, and that you enjoy being around and date them <laughs> wow Karin wow that's what it comes down to folks <laughs> <laughs>
0: um okay to how to find a man that will actually date you so number one if the problem is that you are dating guys who are like just dickheads or Buttholes. if they like don't actually like you um I would say like take a break Take like a month or yeah. so where you like don't do anyone, like don't date anyone, don't see anyone, don't even text anyone, like don't flirt, well, just text like your be friends, yourself. But like not like boys. Well, like, you know what but, I mean. Like, I'm yeah. not, not. She's not just like gonna stop like, texting everyone. Like still socialize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stop <laughs> texting boys who you want things to go somewhere with. Stop hanging out with boys who you want something to go with, go somewhere with, and spend a month or so like chilling on your own doing your own Mm -hmm. thing like figuring out because i think that will help you like figure out what it is that you want because i think the biggest thing with like if you're just stuck dating fuck boys it's probably because of the instant like gratification like you get you you just like feel good that they are giving you attention and you're not looking at them like what do they have to offer me Mm
1: -hmm. it's more so
0: like oh i have like they like me yay and it's like okay cool that's like the bare minimum um, right. <laughs> and so I would say, like, take a break for yourself and then honestly, like, hop on Tinder, put it in your bio that you're, like, looking for a relationship um, or if you want to do Bumble because you have more control there, do Bumble and just, like, be really open to people. Like, be open to people who want to have a conversation, um, mm-hmm. even people who you're not expecting because I feel like if it's maybe, like, your picker, like, you just date fuckboys, like, you're going to have to change yeah. something about the the process of who you pick. And then from yeah. there, the thing is, like, you have to consider yourself dateable before someone will want to date you. Right. Because it's like, if you're going into it being like, oh, my God, why do they even like me? Like, that's not confidence. And I think that, like, at the beginning of a relationship, you want to be with someone who believes that they are good enough for you. And obviously, like, that can change, like, once you're in the relationship and The dynamics change but at the beginning you should be like oh I am like actually worth like a good person and so I'm gonna like hold off until I find someone that is good
1: yeah that's huge I think getting to know yourself and being fully comfortable with yourself before you actually step into a relationship is huge and it'll Mm -hmm. do great things to the relationship I think knowing your worth before having somebody else to tell you your worth is a big thing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So yeah, like Grace said, if you're actually having issues or problems trying to find that right person for you, like they're still going to be there in like like a year or like a month. So take a month. Or 20 years. Or 20 years. Take your time. But take a month off everything. Don't try to get attention from anybody and really get to know yourself. Be comfortable with yourself and figure out your issues if you have any. Which mm-hmm. you probably do, um, because we Everyone all do. Does. Yeah. But yeah, get to know yourself, and then things will fall into place.
0: Yeah, I think you'll be fine. I also think that like, if you're like in this, it's it's okay to be lonely, and it's okay to want someone. But yeah. the thing is, when you feel like you're not complete without them, and that's when it's like, mm-hmm. that's you shouldn't like, feel uh, like that. Well, like you can you be lonely, are. yeah, and you can be sad that you don't have someone like that, but you can't be like. My life is missing something because it's not like it's really not like Nothing you can without have you. like yes, yeah. you are bitch you can have a
1: good ass time without a boyfriend so yes which yeah we both are in relationships so like <laughs> we're annoying I, to say that I but, like, had a good ass time before yes. my boyfriend so yes next question. Car and Jacob been
0: dating for so long that it, whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> next question how. Do I improve my self-care routine? The biggest
0: thing I would say about self-care is self-care is, like, yes, those nights where you're just, like, watching movies, like, with a face mask on and, like, chilling. Yes, that's self-care. The more important mm-hmm. self-care is, like, digging a little bit deeper. And, like, I consider therapy self-care, but there's also, like, mm-hmm. journaling or, like, going on a walk or, like, doing whatever. Um, personally, my self-care routine is, like, in the mornings when I get up, I, like, will have a cup of coffee. And I go outside and, like, I just sit for, like, I don't know, like, honestly, like, 45 minutes to an hour. Like, I just chillax. really helps that I'm unemployed right now, so. (laughs) Um, But, like. And that it's summer. Yeah, and that it's summer. But, like, reserve time. Like, schedule in time where you are spending time with yourself and taking care of yourself. um, Because otherwise it's just not going to be something that you prioritize. That's my advice.
1: Yeah. My advice would be. Try to make it like a daily thing as like as hard as it may sound trying to do something every day for yourself and it doesn't have to be the same thing every day but trying to do a little something every day that will help you in the long run for yourself and yourself only um, will probably help improve your self-care routine drastically. So like whether it be... To just take that time outside in the morning with your cup of coffee and just like sit with nature, or whether it's to like try to work out every day, or whether it's to go to therapy once a week, and then on the days where you're not in therapy, like journal or do Bible study or just like talk to a friend or just like meditate, whatever. Or it masturbate. May
0: be. <laughs> there you go. That's important. You too. do you. <laughs>
1: yeah just try to do one thing every day that pushes your limits on trying to help improve yourself
0: when well, it makes you feel good not necessarily yeah. while you're doing it but like afterwards like I think that, yeah. like working out but also during it does I mean right I mean you know you know get a little get a little dildo action going on up there
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: um but for real like working out doesn't feel good but it makes you feel good after so like Journaling doesn't feel good necessarily, but it makes you feel good after. So do the things that, like, kind of suck to do, but make you feel better in the long run, because that's the stuff that will actually, like, really... Yeah. yeah, it'll sustain you and it'll help you in the long run. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Next one is, I don't like my best friend's boyfriend, but I'm scared to tell her. Advice? So I feel like there's a difference between not liking your best friend's boyfriend and And thinking that he's bad for her. So... Yes. Figure out which one it is because... Yes. Personally, I feel like if you don't like your best friend's boyfriend, like, you wouldn't want to be friends with him. That's one thing. Mm
1: -hmm. But if
0: you are, like, actually, he's, like, a bad person and he's screwing you over, that's a different thing. So figure out which one it is.
1: Yeah. I've definitely had an experience like this before. And... I decided to tell my friend and things didn't go very well. So maybe take that into consideration that, yeah, it's scary and they might not like what, or they're probably not going to like what you're going to say. But if it's like really like hurting you and like you need to get it out and tell that person, just tell the person. But no, things might not. Yeah. Turn out well, and, for and you. It, like if it's
0: some if it's a situation where like you think that they're like toxic or not a good person for that person to be dating, then definitely say something.
1: Yes. If
0: it's a situation where you're just like I just don't like hanging out with them because of personally, like personally I don't like them, then maybe get over it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean like, try I to don't get know. over it. And if you can't get over <clears throat> it then like that's tough nuts.
0: Also, if they've been dating for a really long time, that's gonna be a really like Yeah. Sorry, but you that's might be the issue. one who's like shoved off in that situation. If they've only been dating yeah. for like a couple months, then you can tell her whatever.
1: Yeah. Also, like if you really don't like that boyfriend or girlfriend, like you can still just hang out with your best friend still. Like Yeah, you, you don't, don't need, need to, to have them there. have that boyfriend or girlfriend there. But since you are their best friend, like I would try to hang out with the significant other, whether it's like double date or like you're just third wheeling, just try. But if you like really can't, then yeah, I don't know. (laughs) That's tough. All right. Next question. I just moved and can't find friends because of COVID. What do I do? This is a good question. Oh, my
0: God. Okay. Moving on its own and finding friends after you move is already really fucking hard. So this blows, and I am so sorry.
1: Yeah. I am, first of all, so sorry. Like, this is the worst time to move. But second of all, yeah, what Grace said. I've never, like, moved except for, like, going to college. So I don't have a lot of experience. But, Grace, when you moved schools... How was that for you? What did you do to try to make friends? I mean, it sucked
0: balls, but, um, (laughs) I, I mean, I got a job and Mm -hmm. I, I got a job at a place that like a lot of young people worked. So I met friends through that. I still have like one of my very best friends worked there with me. Um, so maybe if you could find a job where you moved to, that would be helpful. Um, and honestly, like, that would occupy your time. I do understand that, like, there's basically no jobs available right now, so... Yeah. You know, it's tough. Um, met through people through classes also, but I think that a lot of it is, like, if you, like, know anyone at all in the area, like, at all. Sorry, I keep burping. Um. <laughs> you nasty. <laughs> nasty. Nasty. If you have anyone that you know in that area at all, like, ask them, like, just to hang out. Um, nine out of ten like times, of people, they will yeah. say yes. And mm-hmm. from there, you'll be able to make more friends. I would also say, I mean, you could get on Bumble for friends. That's a thing. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how much you could meet up with people right now.
1: Right my recommendation would be so if you are religious try to join a church or a church group a bible study because that's a good way to meet people um if you're not religious try join to join like, your
0: local democratic group
1: yeah join the local democratic group or try to like see if there are clubs or just different different communities you can join around in the town or city you live in. Um, I know like there are definitely different like advocate groups or places you can volunteer at or um, like different like wine night groups or clay making groups like there are different groups and communities you can join i know during this time like it's so difficult to meet up with people but a lot of groups are still meeting on zoom or in distance at like parks and stuff like that so maybe try to go on like facebook to look for those different groups or just google yeah, like
0: groups in your area i would say like it is tough because it's covid but like really just try and put yourself out there as much as you can um and it's gonna suck for a little while and like there are times where you're like gonna really excited to hang out with someone and then it doesn't go very well and you're like well holy shit that sucked but like it does take a little while to find the people you really want to be friends with but I think that once you do you'll know who they are um so just put forth that effort at the beginning even though it feels really scary and like there's a lot of rejection there because it is totally worth it and you will find amazing people to hang out with
1: yeah I agree and as much as it does suck to like even if you are an extrovert like sometimes it's draining to like try to reach out and find those groups like when you don't know anyone yeah but even harder when you're an introvert so really just like push yourself and try and Odds are it'll work out. You'll find people um, eventually, yeah. But if you aren't finding people, take this time just for yourself and to work on yourself. FaceTime your
0: friends from yeah. wherever you, you moved or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, next question.
0: How to stop having terrifying and strange dreams slash nightmares?
1: This is a interesting question because I. Always have – well, not always, but I have vivid dreams, and I remember a lot of my dreams, but a lot of the time they're not nightmares. Um Grace, have you had any experience with nightmares?
0: Yeah, I had reoccurring nightmares when I was a kid. It was horrible. So
1: what did you do to try to stop that, or, like, how did you get through that?
0: I mean, I was a kid, so Okay, <laughs> nothing. yeah. Nothing. <so>. Um, <laughs> so but like- I – I have had periods in my life where I've also had strange dreams. I don't think I've ever had, like, consistent nightmares anymore. I would do some research into dreams. Because sometimes there are, like, certain foods. Underlying that you, Yeah. Things, certain foods that you yeah. eat. Also, it's about your subconscious. So maybe that's how, like, you're feeling stressed about certain things going on in your life. Um, because dreams are the way your subconscious processes things that are happening to you. Which so is so crazy. It is really crazy and it's really interesting actually. So maybe like listen to a podcast that like talks about dreams or like do a little mm-hmm. bit of research if you can and figure out like what you think they're about. Um, And then from there like try, I don't even know, like honestly like go to therapy and talk about the things that are going on in your life because I think that like, talking some of that stuff out could be really helpful and it could make you like yeah, realize definitely. where they're coming from.
1: Yeah. Cause dreams I are, think,
0: they're like not just, they're not just things that your brain makes up. Like they are tied right. to reality. It's fucking Which is, crazy. Yeah. it
1: Like it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. I have always been so interested in like dreams and like why you dream what you dream and why you remember some and don't. And it's so interesting, but um, yeah, do some research and Try to not like eat right before bed and just try to like, um, maybe listen to like a soothing song or podcast or um meditation app right before bed and maybe see if that helps. Um, yeah, that's like really scary. I have never dealt with like reoccurring strange nightmares, but it's really exhausting, like, it makes you I feel like you imagine. can't go to yeah. sleep.
0: Yeah, so. This is definitely something I would prioritize in your life if I were you. If you can't afford or you don't want to go to therapy, maybe just journal about stuff that's happening yeah, in your daily life. Yeah, definitely.
1: Like, have, like, a journal next to bed so then whenever you wake up, like, quickly write down what's going on and how mm-hmm. you feel.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. then if you if you have, like, a similar feeling in your daily life, maybe those things are paralleled.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of sure talking it's... out of
0: my ass, but I feel like it makes <laughs> sense.
1: <laughs> no, but, like, it sounds believable. So. Yeah, like, no. sounds legit. It, it's definitely, I think it's more common than you think. Like, I think a lot of people deal with strange and terrifying dreams often, um, but they just don't talk about it. So definitely Google it. And I'm sure there are plenty of like apps out there or different podcasts that can maybe help you through it. I so. literally never remember my dreams anymore. Like, I, I really don't. I like always do. Except, really? I guess not last night. But like, it's like, yeah, often I remember mine. So no, but they're usually just I remember like weird.
0: mine like once every like a couple months. I'll remember like a in. handful of dreams. <laughs> and once every bloomin'. Okay, this next question is a fucking doozy. How do I find my passion in life? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would like advice on that actually. <laughs> okay. This is this is interesting because I feel like I have found my passion in life. Cute. So I would say don't feel like you have to have a passion. Like you kind of don't. And I feel like the more important thing is just trying different things. And yeah. for me at least, like a pa- the passion for something didn't come like right after I started doing it. It came after I'd been doing it for a while and I realized that I was really passionate about it. So I would say, like, you're not going to find it and it's not going to, like, click instantly in your brain. It, yeah. And, like, maybe it will for some people, but that's not how it was for me. So I would say, like, you have to, like, do things a lot for you to be able to figure out what it is about that thing that, like, makes you so into it.
1: Mm-hmm. I definitely think the pressure behind finding a passion is like so intense and I definitely feel this question. I do want whoever asked this, I want you to know like you don't need to have one and you don't need to have just one. So like yeah. like I think like if I if I just think about it, like I don't think I have a passion, but then when I really think about it, I have like a few things That really like get me up in the morning, get me excited to talk about things that I know a lot about and that I would love to like continue to pursue the rest of my life. So definitely like the rest of our questions, (laughs) I'm saying take some time to like get to know yourself, continue to try new things and just I know it's hard, but like try not to feed into that pressure that societal pressure or family pressure that's telling you you need to have a passion because it can show up this month, next month, 50 years. Like, it, you can have different passions throughout your life. Yeah, and you don't have to have it all
0: figured out. Like, having a passion in life does not necessarily give your life meaning or more meaning than than it did before. Like, exactly. it's just a part of yourself that you want to try and incorporate in your life. And I think a lot of people, like, go through their whole life living a good life and not really knowing what their passion is. And so I would, like, like Karin said, like, don't put pressure on yourself. Like, it's not yeah, something that you have to figure out right now. Otherwise, you don't get to have a passion. Like, right, it will come to you. I guarantee it. Just, like, I don't know, like, chillax.
1: <laughs> yeah. But also, if you, like want to have a passion like find it you know like there are some what people that fuck, just Karin? feel that pressure what <laughs> Karen's like you know what
0: you know how you find your passion just do it you just you just find it <laughs> you just you just like go no, and but you wait, wait, find wait. it i have like a and everyone's meaning like Karen, actually <laughs> shut the fuck up
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i have meaning behind what i was gonna say you interrupted me okay so, tell me basically I know I have a few friends who are like, I just like want to have something that like gets me up in the morning, something that I'm passionate about. And then I also have other friends that are like, I hate the pressure that I get like to have a passion. You know, there are like two different ways of thinking about it. So like for those people who like want a passion, but you don't have it yet, like go find it then. Like, I don't know. Go do some arts Yeah, you crafts. circled back to the same exact statement
0: Shut and up. it actually didn't make sense. I okay, think it makes sense. What Karin is trying to say here is actually it. try a lot of different things and <laughs> like find... So say you watch a movie and you see... You think that this character is like so cool. What about them is so cool? Because this is how I found my passion. Actually... Wait, really? There was... Uh, sort of. There was... <laughs> It's multifaceted. There was one. Just find when people I watched, are cool. Okay. When I watched Looking for Alaska, Alaska was like <laughs> a badass hoe. And oh, I wanted course. to be a badass hoe. And then I became a badass hoe. So... I'm not surprised it was fucking Looking for Alaska. That book genuinely ruined my life. It was a good book. Not going to lie. It fucks you up, dude. I'm
1: really not okay back.
0: because of John Green. Thank you very Why much. Why have I heard this from you before?
1: So... But, yeah,
0: just find it. (laughs) Just try a lot of different things. Don't put pressure on yourself because it will come eventually. Um, Try a variety of things. I think I'm passionate about, like, making things. Like, I'm a creator. I Mm -hmm. get a lot of passion through creativity. And it doesn't, like, for me, I think for a long time I struggled with trying to, like, feel like I had one specific, like, medium that I Mm -hmm. really really loved and was passionate about and that's not true like that's not how I work I am passionate about so many different mediums because of the different stories that each medium can tell you and so don't feel like you have to be passionate about like specifically like painting yeah like that's Like, you don't have to be that specific. Like, I really enjoy painting. I also enjoy making videos and I enjoy like screen printing. And like, I have a lot of different things that I love doing that I find like all of them are things that I'm passionate about.
1: Yeah. Like, I would say my like overarching passion is just to like make people feel loved. And I think from that, I have found a passion in like, homeless shelters and helping them or helping the community by picking up trash or by, I really love, I work at the food pantry at my school and I just want people to feel comfortable and loved when they come in there. Wait, shut up.
0: You are so much better than I am. no 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 I'm not
1: trying to say that but like you're I'm just so saying, cute
0: though you're like oh my god I just love helping people and I'm like mm, I've actually well, haven't helped a soul See, in my I life. don't <laughs>
1: think <personally, laughs> that's funny you say that because I don't think like necessarily helping people is my passion because I don't find joy in like helping people but I find joy in making sure people feel comfortable and loved so like mm-hmm. whether that's like um, directly or indirectly like I just want people to know like even if th- they feel their life sucks like it has meaning so like stop in- I'm gonna cry that's so cute <laughs> but that I is think so cute I think in a lot of ways that contributes to like my future career and I think if you have a passion find a way in like to how it can connect to your career so like for those of you who don't know my major is advertising and public relations so like How in the hell does that relate to, like, my passion for making people feel comfortable? But I think it goes to, like, if I work at an agency in the future, like, I want the ads I produce and the campaigns I produce to be honest and real and raw and make people feel something. So, like, I think that can connect to a passion. So, like, even if you're an accounting major or... Uh, like a marine biology major like but you have a passion for something else like there are ways to connect that to your career you know also your passion does not have to be a part of your career right like,
0: you can also you can, just have
1: hobbies that are your yeah, passions you
0: can do your job and do it really well and then go home and do the stuff that you really care about like your yeah. career does not necessarily have to be like everything
1: yeah exactly so Yeah, just find a passion and go with it (laughs) is what we're trying to tell you. Yeah,
0: honestly, just just live your life, bud.
1: Yeah. All right, next question. I find myself getting crazy jealous when my boyfriend talks to another female, but I have been keeping it in and it's driving me insane. What do I do? So
0: this depends on whether or not he has given you reason to be jealous.
1: Correct. Yeah, it all depends, On how honest your boyfriend's being and how he's genuinely acting towards you and other people here here's my thing though
0: if your gut is telling you Mm -hmm. like that there's a reason to be jealous then there's a reason to be jealous like i have literally never been in a situation where i'm like oh, I feel kind of, like, nervous and, like, stressed and a little bit jealous about the situation. I don't really know why and have it turned out okay. So I'm telling you right this now. This is
1: funny. This is funny if because... No, you what? keep going.
0: You keep going. If you, if you have a feeling in your gut, then trust your gut because it's going to lead you to what is right. Like, it, it's going to work.
1: But, okay, so what I was going to say was, this is interesting because I'm very different In the way that – so my boyfriend, Jake, he has given me no reason to actually think he's, like, interested in another girl for the past five years. But in the beginning of our relationship, like, I was very insecure in, like, his ex-girlfriends because I thought they were prettier than me, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I was so jealous of them and, like, how their relationship was – And, like, it was driving me insane. Like, I feel that. But he never, like, gave me a good enough reason to genuinely be nervous about why, about, like, why I was feeling that way. So, like, if you are feeling that way, there could be, like Grace said, there could be that, like, stick to your gut, you know? If you feel that way, there's a reason. But also, you could just be crazy. Like, (laughs) just talk to your no one is crazy
0: you could just be overreacting
1: yes however I would say like okay so
0: for Karin's example I think it's really different when you're in high school like I think when you're jealous in high school it's just because in high school high school is the fucking worst and you never (laughs) feel like you're like, I don't know. Like enough? I, rem- yeah, you feel yeah. like a little like twig, and that everyone and, like, odds else are you is are. like <laughs> way better than you. Yeah, and like here's the thing, though, everyone's twigs. Everybody so if you're is. if you're not in high school, and you feel jealous, also you can't keep it in. Like if you keep it in, it's just gonna like yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. My my advice would be if you feel that way, like tell your significant other what you're feeling, because hopefully they'll explain it to you honestly. Well, and if they have nothing to hide,
0: they're going to be like... Yeah. Like, why do you feel that way? Like, that's kind of... Yeah. Like, to me, it's sort of like, okay, if you are feeling jealous and you, like, tell your partner about it in a way that's, like, very calm and collected and, like, I'm sorry. Like, I do trust you. I don't really know why I'm feeling this way, but I do feel jealous right now. And, like, don't put it on them. Don't say it's their fault. Yeah. But also don't be like, I'm fucking psycho. Like, because you're not. Yeah. Like, don't you do just be like, like,
1: have a good medium
0: right and then if they react very defensively and if they're like well i don't know why you don't trust me blah blah blah, then, then they, they are off. something is going wrong <laughs> but if they're like thank you so much for telling me i really appreciate it like if there's some things that you want me to like be more transparent about i will mm-hmm. be like it's totally fine then yeah. they're good so if if you you should tell your boyfriend in a very calm way or girlfriend it specifically says boyfriend
1: okay sorry boyfriend
0: yeah. You should tell your boyfriend, and if he flips out, then, um, you know, maybe time for an investigation. Maybe some things up. Maybe, maybe yeah. snoop. Calling the troops. If he okay. has an iPad, check his iPad. His iMessages are linked. You can find so much shit.
1: <laughs> that is the key. Okay. Brilliant. All right. Next question is, I... I accidentally, just sent nudes to my mom, but she hasn't opened it yet. What do I do?
0: So, first of all, this episode's not coming out for a week. So, um, by the time your mom so opens your nudes, um, we will not have put this episode Give out. Us updates. Yeah. So, let me know how it's going. Um, hopefully, you're not like grounded for life um, or like disowned. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Uh, uh. <laughs> like, that's just unfortunate. Like, I'm so sorry. Was it sorry. good, though?
0: Were they good, though?
1: I was going to say, from my perspective, don't send full nudes, <laughs> is my perspective. um If they're like full on, like, bare tits and ass, like, yikes. Uh, that's unfortunate. Also, we
0: should all know that, like, the good nudes are the nudes where you cover up a little bit, where you're, like, ooh, like...
1: I don't even consider wearing, those like, nudes, a though. Like, those bra. are just, like, scandy photos, you know? Like, nudes are, like, nudes. Like, you are bare ass.
0: Okay, but have you ever opinion. been able to, like... I don't feel like I've ever taken a sexy pic where I'm, like, butt-ass naked. Con- like Ew, no, same. Like, the, <laughs> like,
1: the best like, nudes no. are where,
0: like, you're wearing a little something-something and, like, you pose in a certain way or, like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't really understand people who are, like, give me your entire body in one photo. And it's, like...
1: Like, yuck. Probably,
0: you, it's like really gonna be an uncomfortable position that like i have to get in um like nobody's gonna be comfortable
1: in this situation
0: yeah you don't want that don't make Um, me do this but anyway
1: like so sorry try to get on your mom's phone and maybe delete those
0: yeah like like say Uh, like okay so take her in the car to go (laughs) somewhere take her in the car to go somewhere you've never been before so you say that you will look it up on the map. That's sketchy. Are you kidding? And then when you're on her phone, go to Snapchat and open it and then just never tell her about it.
1: That's not sketchy.
0: That's brilliant. That is
1: good. I mean, yeah, but also just for the future, double check who you're sending to. (laughs) Like be extra sure who these are going to. Have you ever sent nudes to the wrong person? No. Well, Never? okay, there's been one situation where it like accidentally went to like Abby or Kate. And then I was like, "Oops." Like, Wait, "Sorry, I want to see your nudes." You would No, like they're not like nudes. Like, sorry, mom and yeah, dad, if you're listening, like, I've sent, like, scandy photos, but, like, we're lumping them all in the same category. Yeah, okay, true. So, like, yeah, I'll send them to you.
0: Okay, send me some. <laughs> I want to
1: see. Okay, I'll send you,
0: I'll uh, we'll do a trade Z. If you send me <gasps> yours, I'll send you mine. It's like in Harry Potter when he's like, I'll show you yours
1: if you show me mine. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who got that reference, oh, I love, I you. love it. <laughs> Oh, my
0: God. I can't. All right. I love nudes. Actually, I don't. (laughs) They've kind of ruined my life, but it's fine.
1: (laughs) But I'm fine. We're fine. It's fine. Okay. Next question. How to spice up long-term relationships? So I would consider both of us, right, to be in a long-term relationship. Sort of. I mean. Would you consider yours or not yet?
0: uh, It's looking like it'll be. Okay, so,
1: yep, both of us. <laughs> so,
0: like, maybe, yeah. One thing that's really spicy...
1: I can't.
0: Um, sexting throughout the day is really nice. Like, I think it's fun if you, like, do stuff like that. Not necessarily out of the blue, and if, like, your, like, significant other, like, works at somewhere where, like, they can't really be on your phone, then no. But, like, I do think it's, like, hot if you don't aren't actually like face to face and you're like talking about like what do you want to do later Mm -hmm. like that's fun um also just like see if there are things like I don't know can you incorporate like a little toy or something I don't know that could be fun like who knows something that could be fun is like like if you masturbate regularly like you could show him or her like what to do to you like that is similar to like you masturbating like that could be fun I also think that just like don't take yourself very seriously because I think if you're just like super serious about it and like you don't want to get embarrassed or whatever like that's just gonna be boring
1: right and you guys are in a long-term relationship so you should be you should feel comfortable like yeah messing up or just like being funny you know
0: and you should you should feel like you can bring things to the table and if like they're not comfortable with it then they can say no but if like As long as you bring it up, like you could be like, how about I like did this and like try this or like if you have a fantasy that like you haven't done with that partner yet, like maybe bring that up or something like that. There are a lot of things that I think that like I think generally like in terms of sex, people feel like they already have to be like really good at whatever it is, Mm -hmm. like when they do it the first time. Which to Which me is, is like... not
1: the case.
0: It's literally never going to be good the first time. Like, it's not going to be. <laughs> we and both so, can
1: contest to this.
0: Uh, Yeah. So you're going to have to, like, try things a, a little bit more than once. Like, do things repeatedly. And then you'll learn something. I also would say, like, I think in long-term relationships, like, starting or, like, the making out to, like, having sex process can start in the very same way all the time and that's what makes it boring it's not like the actual sex that's boring it's just like he always kisses me first we always kiss for this long and then like we always do this foreplay and then we have sex and to me it's like what if you mixed it up if if your partner normally like instigates why don't you instigate Uh and like maybe do it in like i don't know like a more like I find it really fun to, like, surprisingly, like, just take control because I'm normally yeah. like not like that. I'm normally just like, you yeah. know, it's whatever, like, whatever happens. But if you're ever just like, oh, nope, we're doing it right now. Let's go. Let's do this. Take your clothes off. Like, that's kind of fun. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it just mixes things up. Right. Like, break up, break up that,
0: like, normally, like, he does something to me and then I do something to him and then we, like, have sex. So, like, why don't you just, like, you know, do a little something something real fast and, like, surprise him and then, you know, that'll be fun. Yeah. Just like do something that you don't normally do. That's like, ah, and that makes me a little bit feel uncomfortable. But I feel like your partner will always think it's hot. Like they're never gonna be like, ha-ha, yeah. ah, Why did you do that? Unless it's like if they are, like they should feel comfortable enough.
1: If they are, like, ah, never do that again. Like now you know, you know. Well, yeah, and like, like, and you guys are in a long-term relationship, so it should be fine. Like you guys talk about it afterwards and be like, yeah, never doing that again. But like now you know, yeah. You know? Or you
0: could, like, you could, like, randomly just be, like, so, like, what, like, figure out maybe, like, what type of porn they like and then, like, see if you can do something along those lines. If you can't, then, like, maybe just be, like, what is something that you've always, like, thought about? Like, you've, like, mm-hmm. sort of fantasized about but you've never really thought that it could, like, happen. Do something like that. Like, that, you know yeah. what I Those My are all really
1: good. My thought process
0: it can be awkward and embarrassing, but at the same time, it's, But, like, it's, that's like, the
1: whole, like, that's. Otherwise.
0: The- right and you're gonna have fucking boring sex unless you bring it up so
1: yeah exactly also i do want to put in like you can spice up long-term relationships in other ways too like find a new place to like go have a picnic at like it doesn't even yeah i
0: guess i just like interpreted that as sex
1: (laughs) no (laughs) but like so did i but then once you started talking i was like wait there are other ways too so like jake and i have been together for almost five years And things get, you know, we both like watching movies and, like, just chilling. But also, like, sometimes I want to be taken out on a date, you know? So have those nights where you both dress up, put on, like, a cute-ass outfit, do your hair cute, makeup cute, Mm -hmm. and, like, feel good about yourself. And go out to dinner Mm -hmm. thinking you're hot shit because you are. So, like, that's Mm -hmm. one way to spice up relationships. I know sometimes, like, Jake and I just forget, like that like sometimes we just forget to like dress up and like make it a night special quote Mm -hmm. unquote you know so like do something different um another thing we always try to do is like look up a new restaurant that neither of you have eaten at Mm and in like a new part of the city that you live in or like even a little bit further away and like make a whole night out of it so like Go to that restaurant, find a cute park to walk around or, like, find a cute movie theater there and, like, go to a movie there. Like, just go to, like, a new area, a new place to, like, just spark that, like, oh, this is, like, new. Because, like, mm-hmm. I totally feel that. Like, I have been dating Jake for five years and I love being with him all the time. But, like, things can get repetitive, you know, just, like, mm-hmm. sitting on the couch watching new girl or queer eye like we love like watching those shows and i love that part of our relationship but spice it up by all of a sudden like you text them in the morning just be like hey be ready at 4 p.m. i'm taking you downtown and we're going to have a day like yeah just have fun with it
0: i also think that like For me, what I think can get most repetitive is, like, a lot of times, like, conversations can get really repetitive. Like, you talk about the same things. You, Mm -hmm. like, talk about the shows that you watch or the movies that you watch together, and that's, like, the same thing. Yeah. But then you think back to, like, okay, what did we talk about when we first started dating? We talked about, like, what we thought about bigger life questions. Like, one of the big things that, like, I think Trevor and I first talked about, like, on our first date was, like, whether or not we believed in aliens (laughs) <laughs> like, shit like that. Like, like just bring stuff up like that and, like, try and be really intentional. But, like, both of you are not yeah. on your phone. You're just, like, talking really passionately about something. Yeah, put the phones away.
1: Like,
0: yeah. And just, like, spend, like, I don't know. It honestly can be, like, 20 minutes and it can make you feel way closer to that person mm-hmm. than you did, like, before the conversation.
1: Yeah. And even if you guys have talked about, like, your future before, like, if it's a long-term relationship, you most likely see a future with this person even if you've talked about the future like talk about new things in the future like mm-hmm. a new situation that could come up or a new outlook you have on the future and just like bring it up because
0: yeah like where would you want to live
1: what yeah do, you do
0: like and your, ask it repeatedly yeah, because yeah. your partner is also changing like in the yeah, same way exactly. that you change over time and like you develop new passions and new ideas like they're also changing yeah and just because you knew what they wanted when you first started dating doesn't mean that you necessarily know what they want now
1: exactly and it's okay if
0: those things change you just like want to talk about it
1: yeah yeah
0: um so obviously card and i are fucking pros
1: dude ask us anything on this topic and we
0: fucking know we have shit down i'm fucking <laughs> never ever have problems in my relationship ever in my life
1: <laughs> you okay <laughs> Yo, okay. same though, okay. same. Okay, done. On to the next question. What do I do after college? AKA, like I don't know what to do with my life. We don't know where you are in life. Blah blah blah. What to do?
0: Thoughts? Um, so first of all, I don't know why you have the audacity to ask this question. Because as if I <laughs> Yeah, like as if I know what I'm doing after college. Um <laughs> As fuck off Neither of
1: us know like what i have literally no idea of what i'm doing after college i've been telling people for the past year that i'm just gonna fuck around after i graduate maybe get a coffee shop job and just live life Ah,
0: that is honestly my plan is to become a barista or a bartender <laughs> and just fucking vibe because if i tell myself that i'm getting like a quote-unquote big girl
1: job i will literally shit my pants so i will i will shit all over the place but i will shit the bed but also like i don't know if you want a job after college fucking apply here's here's the thing i don't know
0: what do you do after college also the person who doesn't know what to do with their life I think a lot of that comes from, like, feeling like you have to be doing something specific for it to yeah. be, like, appropriate or okay. Acceptable, yeah. And here's my thing. When Whenever I think about what I'm doing after college, I then flash forward 50, 60 years to when I'm an elderly person. hmm And my thought process is always who the fuck cares if I spend, like, two years bartending after college?
1: Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter.
1: And honestly,
0: I think I will have a lot of fun doing whatever I'm doing after I leave college, and I don't need to feel this, like, need to have, like, a salary and a 401k, because odds are, with this economy, I'm not (laughs) going to. (laughs) With this economy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm honestly at the point where it's like, I will take whatever I could get, even if it's like a job I could get right now without a bachelor's degree.
1: So fuck it. Why not? And Um, if you're not even in college, but you just don't know what to do with your life. Go travel and figure it out. And also, like, you're not supposed to know. Yeah, like, 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 feel comfortable with knowing. Almost nobody knows what to do with their life. Like, like, even the people that look like they have they have their shit together, like, odds are they're like thinking they don't know what to do with their life. Right. And like, I don't know. Just figure out like. What kind
0: of a life do you want to have? Do you have one where you're financially stable and, like... I mean, obviously, all of us want that, but, like... Yeah,
1: I want that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but do you want... Do you want a life where you, like, are prioritizing, like, money? Or do you want a life where you're prioritizing experiences? Or do you want a life where you're prioritizing, like... I don't know, like, family. family people, yeah. Or children, or whatever. Like, I don't and know. And all are like, valid. Yeah. I don't... I Like, do... Figure out what your priorities are and then chase whatever it is that's going to get you that. Because yeah.
1: because once you I, – I think that once you, like, find out what you genuinely want and realize that and then you go after it, like, you will – oops. You will be able oops. to succeed. So, like, if yeah. you want to make a lot of money, there are ways to do that. So figure that mm-hmm. out and do it. If you want to prioritize family and – like a new life you have with a spouse, like prioritize that and do it. Mm -hmm. So whatever you want, all of it's valid. I mean, unless it's like you want like drugs or like. No, that's still valid. (laughs) But like a life full of them and like no other things. Like maybe. I I don't know if anyone sets out to do that. (laughs) Maybe just like rethink that. But yeah, just think about what you want and do it. You wanna know something really funny that I will
0: probably cut out? Yeah, what? <laughs> um, we were Trevor and I were watching a movie the other day, and the girlfriend, like, it, it, the plot was basically like this dude was suspected to be dead, and then he wasn't, and then he came back to like where he is. It gonna be and all like all of his people were at? No, because it's okay. Not not. <laughs> it's okay. like a trash movie. Um, okay, okay, okay. And the girlfriend, like his girlfriend, when he died, is like a stripper. Mm-hmm. and Trevor just like looked at me and he was like if I wasn't if I wasn't around you would you would be doing that and I was like yes <laughs> I actually would be <laughs> you'd be a stripper I would either be a stripper or I'd be like on OnlyFans or something like I
1: 100% I know for a fact you'd yes, be on OnlyFans
0: I would be on OnlyFans and he he like just looked at me and he was like that would be you and I was like yes like you <laughs> you're not mad? wrong I would have been like no what the fuck
1: does that mean <laughs>
0: No, I was like, all right, very yeah. true. Because all the time, anytime there's like a stripper, or like a sex worker in like movies that we're watching, I'm like, damn, I wish I was her. Like, damn, I <laughs> like, like low-key wish
1: I was. Wait, please, take me
0: this too. Out. But like, oh, I will. But I'm like, <laughs> dude, I could like, like... <laughs> show some show some tatas. Yeah, I like told him that, and he was like, cool, all right. And then he was like, yeah, so uh, that would be that would be you. Like, if I died, if you thought I died yeah you would just be like over here stripping and i was like 100 percent, like that would be me he was like cool i'm nice. texting
1: jake right now should i get an OnlyFans?
0: <laughs> i've asked trevor i've asked trevor if he would be okay with it he was like i mean only if i can see everything that you make and see every single message that you have with everyone and i was like that's too much work yeah wait <laughs> no i was like um like I, I have to show you my secret. phone like every right because it's sexier that way
1: it's sexy <laughs> yeah yes. wait why are we the same in that sentence i don't like, know I because i think i like okay so i am not like a sexy person like you know that like i am not like i'm i yeah i'm not like woo yeah but like and like one time i you please please take this part out but like, oh you've told me this okay i like gave jake a little like strip tease one time I think I told you this like and he was yeah he was like that made me uncomfortable (laughs) and I was like aka so it's never (laughs) happening again (laughs) but like I think if I didn't have like if I like blocked out the audience like I could give a fucking badass strip tease like I oh yeah I'm sexy when nobody's watching Uh uh-huh and like I feel like I would be such a good stripper
0: I honestly, there are moments where I like think about it, and I think the reason that like you get nervous in those situations is because you obviously like care what Jake thinks. Yeah. But if I were like a stripper, I would be like, "Fuck, fuck all it. of these people." Yeah. Like I don't literally give a shit about any of I don't you, give a shit and about so you I'm gonna be you you. so fucking sexy because Unless I don't it's give like a, a really creepy fuck. guy. Right. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm like, dude. I could. it. I'd be that. so hot. Okay, also, I would be so hot.
1: Jake responded What did he say? I said, "Should I get an OnlyFans?" And he says, "Yeah. Who are you going to subscribe to, or are you going to be a creator?" And I said, "Creator." Say- and he's typing. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> Oh my god a supportive boy what say? he said, yeah I support that bad bitch who wants to secure the bag and then a money emoji <laughs> are you joking Trevor
0: take notes Trevor's like uh, I don't want you to send nudes to other boys and
1: I'm like I said, bitch. I said you can't even see but I said my man I'm gonna keep you around <laughs> <laughs> I love this kid okay Sorry, on okay, to the next. Um, I'm feeling I'm gonna the line. I'm gonna tell
0: I feel it, Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do I manage multiple things in one week? Advice on
1: multitasking slash being busy. So we both have quite the experience in being busy. I
0: don't know what this person means by multiple things in one week, like,
1: okay, so I think it's like like just lots of things, you know those weeks where you just have like big things like every day, multiple times a day, like how do you manage that, which I feel I don't oh, you don't
0: feel or you don't I, know well, no, you I don't manage i I, I don't manage. <laughs> I literally just do it. And I don't even think about it. And then when I'm done, I'm like, "Wow, that was fucking crazy."
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of what I do, but except I have a little bit more anxiety, um, as yeah, you may it have guessed. a little bit more anxious but than I am. I normally, what I do at the beginning of stressful weeks like that is go to my like notebook. I write out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and like everything I need to do in like that chunk of day. And, like, including things that, like, I want to do in my free time as well. So, like, work out or watch this movie or, like, call this friend or something like that. So, like, plan out each day as a chunk so then once you look at it, it doesn't look so overwhelming. Um, I find that to be really helpful even though you might still feel, like, super overwhelmed or anxious going into the week or the day. Um, I think being sure to have just like written out whether it's on your phone or like a notebook um or a post-it note write out each day what you need to do if you want you can put little check boxes next to it so like once you finish something check check it off i don't really like checking things off but like if that's what you want to do fucking do it um but yeah that's normally what i do i'm not very good at multitasking But I'm always just, like, super busy. Um, But make sure to definitely prioritize yourself and remember to do the things that make you happy outside of the busy things that are going on.
0: Yeah, I would say, same as Karin, like, you have to be able to keep track of everything. Yeah. Um, Because my biggest thing is, like, when I'm busy, I'm 100,000% going to forget something if I don't write it down. (laughs) So. I, like, literally, like, I have missed entire meetings because I was, like, oh, didn't write it down. My bad. Sorry, guys. So, definitely, like, create a planner. Create a schedule for yourself. Um, And I would second, like, filling up the things that you want to do in your free time. I don't necessarily do it as thoroughly as Karin does. But if I, like, want to work out or do, like, something very specific in that free time, schedule it in there Mm -hmm. and then also for one of like the days of the week or nights of the week like schedule like a rest period where you just like yeah chillax watch a movie literally hang out by yourself and feel good about it yeah that's my advice
1: yeah okay on to the next my family family has has... oh oh (laughs) (laughs) oh i'll say it i'll say it okay okay my family has all caps, completely different political views than I do. How do I continue to talk to them, love them, and support them without getting angry? Grace, you have some experience. Yeah, I have more
0: experience with this than Karin does. Um, so, this is tough. Mm-hmm. I would just say don't think of it as like a singular conversation. Think of it as continual this is something that is gonna be throughout your entire life yeah um, don't I would say even though like as someone who really wants to like like get other people to believe what I believe like don't set out with a goal like I'm gonna change their mind yeah because yeah, all that's gonna do is gonna make you like really pissed off at them and they're gonna get mad at you so I would say like not accept them for who they are, but just be like, okay, like, this is what you believe. This is what you think. Mm-hmm. I disagree with you. That's fine. Um, at least in, like, my family, we've sort of made it into a joke now where, like, I've made things... I've said things, like, about how I, like, don't like capitalism or whatever, and my, pa- my family sometimes calls me, like, communist Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, you know, you just have to, like,
1: find light in it
0: Well, you and you do love them. Like, unless I mean, I'm assuming you love them. You don't have to love your family, but hopefully you do love them and try and do your best to, like, come to terms with the situation Mm -hmm. and accept that, like, they don't believe the same things as I do. Continue to talk to them in the sense that, like, don't push it as, like, you believe something different than I do but bring it up as like, well, this is what made me like sort of change my mind. Like, this is what made me like believe what I believe. These are the statistics that like made me think that. So, um, maybe those statistics will like hit them a certain way and maybe they won't. Um, but I would definitely say like, if it's, if it's like a toxic thing, maybe remove yourself a little bit more or make it not your responsibility. But I would say like do your best to, like, bring it up casually and in a way that, like, is not necessarily heated.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: On on the day of, like, Trump's election, like, I bawled my eyes out and I told my parents I was going to move out. So, like, I get you. Like, I feel <laughs> that. But um, our relationship about, pol- like, politics is much better now. We still, like, have arguments about it, but it's not nearly as, like like relationship ending yeah
1: i so. think definitely it can be good and bad to have family members with opposite views as you because um like for the good it's like you get to see that other side and you can have those conversations that are important and to fully understand your point of view i think you need to have those uncomfortable conversations with the opposite side, if you know what I mean, um, mm-hmm. and it might solidify your views or it might shift your views, and that's fine. But I think trying to have those conversations that are civil and respectful and just truly just trying to like understand each other and where you guys are coming from is important. And I think mm-hmm. families are sometimes the best ways to get those conversations across. Um, yeah, I think. So in my situation, or in my life, um, I grew up with parents that are very much, like, in the center of the political range or however you want to think of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, both of my parents sit comfortably kind of in the middle of, like, liberal and conservative, which I think was a blessing. But also I know families, a lot of families aren't like that. Um, But I think from my perspective, my dad is a little bit leaning more towards conservative and my mom's a little bit more towards liberal so that was just interesting growing up with because I got to see both sides in like a healthy way in a way that wasn't Mm -hmm. like fully one side or fully the other Um, and I think that's helped me kind of create my own opinion on things and kind of get together my thoughts on myself, which I know in a lot of cases is, like, if you grow up with a parent who's completely one side or the other, like, that's kind of what you veer towards because that's just Mm -hmm. what you grew up knowing, which I think is, like, the wrong way to go about it. Um, But I think in a lot of time, a lot of times it's situations like what Grace has grown up with where their parents kind of think uh they're not like fully one side or fully the other but like they have a strong opinion about one thing and you just grow up learning other things and you kind of form your own opinion and sometimes you just don't agree with that and I think that's normal and that's fine so try to go about it in a way that's respectful towards your family mm-hmm. yeah. because I mean, odds are they're not doing any bad. That's just what they believe. Well, and, and and I think a
0: lot of times it's like for some say, say, I don't know necessarily who your family is, but mm-hmm. say your family like supports or voted for Trump. It's very easy to villainize these mm-hmm. people and for them to be like, holy shit, like I cannot believe you would do that. So yeah. when you go into these conversations, like try, even though it it sucks, like it sucks, but try to understand. Because mm-hmm. if you are not putting forth an effort in trying to not even necessarily agree with them, but try to understand where they're coming from. Yeah. They're not going to put forth the same effort for you either. So you need to come at it from a perspective of like I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to hear you out. I'm willing to, like, understand where you're coming from. And that doesn't mean that I will agree, but it is important that, like, if I want you to listen to me um, in a way that, like, encourages deeper understanding, then I will do that for you.
1: Next question. Where do I take a potential girl, parentheses, friend on a first date?
0: Okay, I'm going to out this person, but I'll cut it out. It's...
1: <gasps> okay, first of all, so this is all anonymous, but the person who sent this in is the cutest person ever. Yeah, so my advice to this person in particular, um, since we know who you are, but we're going to keep you anonymous. Keep your secret. <laughs> um. So, since you are in Lincoln, question mark? Yes. Exclamation point. Okay. So, since you are in Lincoln... <laughs> Um, I think one of the cutest things to do is to pack up a little picnic and go to Pioneers Park. Um, okay. Like, how cute is that? Like, okay, so but cute. Here,
0: here, here's something, though. Okay, okay. Tell me it. Tell me it. It's cute, but there's part of me that's like, I want that cutesy stuff on, like, the third the or fourth day. Third or fourth.
1: Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Because...
0: If the okay. first date is like too perfectly planned and too cutesy, I've had I that before. personally will immediately get the ick and be like, No. Nope. No, I've and, like, had that before. It's, okay, it's so just, sorry. Right. It's just this thought process where like you don't want the boy to be too perfect right off the bat. Right. Like okay. if the person is too perfect right off the bat, you're like, uh ah, actually why? Yeah. Like yeah. this is really uncomfortable. But yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's, like, a nice medium on the first couple dates and then you take it up a notch to, like, yeah, a cute-ass so, picnic, So, make that then the third or good. fourth. Make that the third right. or fourth
1: um, to this right. person, whoever you are. We know who you are, uh-huh. but whoever you are. Um, so,
0: like, I think a good first date, like, if you like – I don't know. Like, I think it'd be fun to just, like, well, it's COVID right now and you really – I'm not going to encourage you to go to any restaurants or anything. So, I would say – something that i think would be cute and like unique is like i don't know go get a root beer float or something somewhere like wait that's cute yeah like do something fun and unique enough that it's like oh we did specifically this but don't make it like i thought this out for hours and like prepped for days because right. that's like overwhelming and like would make i yeah. would make me get the ick so i would be like yeah. maybe go bringing in love island into this (laughs) oh my god yeah getting the ick i got the ick
1: but that's a real thing i got the ick no (laughs) okay but yeah so i agree with what grace says i think a cute thing whether it's the first or second date um would be to grab your masks first of all and go to the grocery store and just pick out like ingredients for a dinner and then cook it together at your place assuming yeah. that they have been socially distancing and being safe like yeah. you guys can hang out in your house or even that's cute just i like kitchen. that i think that's a really cute first you date could cook
0: together you could yeah. just like if you want to make it like chill and you're really busy like go get a root beer float or go yeah. like grab ice cream or like shaved ice somewhere
1: yeah i would just yeah. say
0: create an environment where it's like because I think what can get overwhelming on the first date for girls is like this dude has put way too much energy into me and he doesn't even mm-hmm. really know me that well.
1: Yeah. And that to I've me I'm like ha ha ha
0: like I don't like this. Like I want I wanna feel like we're on equal playing field. And if you do something mm-hmm. super sweet and thoughtful for me on the first
1: date, I'm like, we're not on equal playing field here. Right. So I think definitely agreeing with what Grace says. I think first date, yeah. second date even possibly maybe third like you guys should be same level either go grab ice cream like but you can like pay for her ice cream and like make that cute or at
0: least offer like yeah offer
1: but first date second date definitely try to make it like comfortable even yeah kind of just like getting to know each other just make it more of like a hangout instead of a date
0: Yes, because I don't, yeah. what I don't like is it when it's like a dude is clearly trying to win you over and it's yeah, like, then it's but weird. I don't even
1: know if you, like, you don't even know if you
0: like me yet. Like you don't, Yeah.
1: like, like you don't you're don't already like,
0: right, exactly. You're putting so much yeah. effort into this date and you don't even know who I am. So I don't, yeah. I don't, I, I I don't like that. So do something <laughs> like casual and like very conducive for like getting to know each other and talking mm-hmm. for the first like two, three dates. Yeah. And then you can go somewhere. Okay. Cutesy. Do you want to hear my
1: ideal like setup? Okay. So first yeah. date, go grab like ice cream or dinner or something like that at like a casual place. Nothing fancy. Yeah. Casual. maybe yeah. Casual. And like the guy like offers to pay and the girl's like, no. But then like the guy's like, no, 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 I'll pay. And I'm like, okay. So that's like first date. <laughs> Okay, second date, make that like a cute like movie night in, make like popcorn while she's there, don't have it like ready, just be like, hey, do you want popcorn? So like have popcorn there, maybe like a drink or two, but like make it cash. Third date Mm -hmm. is when you can be like, yeah, do you want to go on like a picnic or like somewhere fun? And then maybe start like if you're getting those vibes have like the ingredients ready like because that's cute but definitely mm-hmm. wait until like the third or fourth date to like mm-hmm. show that you like prepared you know mm-hmm. yeah okay next question
0: um okay. my ex dumped me and i went through s- wait my ex dumped me okay I understand this now. My ex dumped me, (laughs) went through some mental shit, and is now begging for me back. It's only been a few weeks, but I've come to terms with everything, and I'm not sure it's what I want anymore, and I kind of like being single for now. I still have love for him, but I don't know. Okay. This is tough.
1: This is a loaded question. Okay,
0: Here's the thing. (laughs) If you... This is my personal opinion. If you go through a breakup... And only a few weeks afterwards, you kind of want to be single, then that's your answer. Then you want to be single. Right. And I do understand that if you feel like this person is, like, your person or is, like, the love of your life or the person you – even if it's just, like, for because for so long you thought you were going to end up with them, that you, like, feel terrified to end up with anyone other than them – Yeah. I don't, I still don't think that that's a good, like, relationship to go back to because my thought process is like, if this, if you, if you are breaking up or if that person broke up with you, the person you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with, and a few weeks after breaking up, you're like, kind of ready to be single, then to me, it's like, you need to go through a period of time where you are single and that doesn't mean that like in the future you won't get back together or that you and your ex are like never gonna get back together or like it's impossible but I think that this is something where like if you have a feeling where you like wanna I don't know like be single and fuck around a little bit like you're going to want to do that even when you get back in the relationship.
1: Yeah. So, like, take that time to, like, fuck around. And even if you guys get back yeah. together, whether it's in one year, two year, like, five years, 20 years. Like, I don't give a shit. But if you're feeling that right now, odds are you're going to feel that in a little bit. What? Right. Like, and you just, just have to like- act on it. Yeah.
0: Well and to me it's always a red flag. Like if you're in a long term relationship with someone and they just dump you and then they Mm -hmm. like a cup like a few weeks later are like, No, I want you back. That to me is like
1: Yeah. This isn't Okay. It's different when like you mutually decide to take a break. I think that's different than like one person just being like, I need to break up. Like that's different. Yeah. Um obviously like everything, every relationship is different and everything happens differently for different people for a different reason. But if your ex dumped you and has really like messed with you mentally, I think even if he's begging you back, like you need to say no, even if you feel like it's if you, even if you feel like it might work out in the future, like if you like being single right now, but you still have love for him, like take this time to be single and take this time to figure out your mental stuff and everything that happened and just have fun being single. And then maybe in a few months or a few years, reach out to him. But it doesn't need to be. If he, ASAP. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and my thought process is like, if if someone I was dating dumped me, like not necessarily out of the blue completely, but if they were like, no, we're done, and then mm-hmm. within a few weeks they were like, no, I want you back, I'd be like, this is like, I don't think this I can is trust you. Weird. Anymore, yeah. You know? Like, like it's... I would not be able to get back into the relationship knowing that they would actually stick with me.
1: Right.
0: Um, and that's just where I'm coming from. I think that right and it I don't normally subscribe to this belief but I do in this instance I'm like if it's meant to be it's going to happen yeah and that doesn't mean it's meant to be so you should get back to get back together with him I genuinely think that if you feel like you have some stuff to discover about yourself then go and figure out that stuff and if it is meant to be the relationship will come back together or he will be okay with that and, like, be accepting of it. Because, honestly, in this situation, if someone breaks up with you and then wants you back and you're like, no, I actually realize that I have stuff that I want to do on my own and they're pissed off at you about that, then they are not a healthy person. (laughs) Like, they should recognize their responsibility in the situation. And if you are in turn, like, no this is something like this is what i want i think this would be good for us to like be on our own for a while then and th- and they can't like respect that then live your life because it's about you <laughs> it's not about him
1: it's not it's about you cheers to that cheers baby cheers to that <laughs> all right next question how to ball out of control without getting lost in the sauce?
0: Let me know when you figure that one out. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Actually, genuinely, genuinely though, like I don't know, like no fucking clue. Like, I find myself getting I lost know. in the sauce more than I do balling out. So daily, daily. That's I feel a like toughie. um,
0: I have never balled out in my whole life. <laughs> I can think of one toss. time
1: where I balled out. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so funny. I is it what I'm thinking of? Um, What are you thinking of? Parkour. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I deleted that memory from my mind. Oh, my God. Control-Alt-Delete. Uh, well, now I have to tell the story. So, one time, freshman year. Of college,
0: wait, what, which story are you telling? The parkour. ball out one
1: or I'm the, telling the parkour? Parkour, one. okay, cool. Okay, all right, tell a story. Tell a story. So basically, <laughs> Grace and me and a few other friends were walking around campus freshman year of hi- college. I almost said high school. Oops. Um oh, and I we were all like, oh my god, like parkour, Red, Parkour. And I was like, dude, fucking parkour. Like if we're gonna do it, we're gonna fucking do it. So <laughs> we're gonna go hard. <laughs> so I had I had these like two dollar flip flops on. Flippy floppies. <laughs> and and <laughs> I went up to like a straight up, like perpendicular wall to the ground. And Like concrete like wall. Like concrete wall. And I was like, parkour. And I went, my feet went right on the side. And immediately. Both at the same time. Both at the same time. Like, how did I do that? I don't know. Immediately slid right down and just collapsed. Like smashed. Absolutely demolished the ground on the floor. On, the, on like the level of the ground. And I kid you not, I thought I broke every bone in my body. (laughs) Grace saw it all happen.
0: To the point where it was like... (laughs) I kind of like thought I had to carry her home.
1: (laughs) I was like on the ground. And then I
0: thought I was like on the ground like about to pee.
1: Like... (laughs) Well, cause thing was like I was laughing on the ground, but I was also crying because I was in so much pain. It was like uh, uh, so uh, that's the time uh, where I bawled tears out. are
0: streaming, and she it didn't say so anything funny. either. We were like, "Karn, are you okay?" Like, "Karn, was going on?" I literally laid on the
1: ground for a solid like <laughs> three minutes.
0: Yes, she was on the ground for so long, and uh. I like. At first, we were all like, oh, my God, what's going on? And then she was just, like, laughing. And so then we all started laughing because it was genuinely, like, it looked like a cartoon. So, like, have you ever seen, like, um, Roadrunner? Like, it was sort of like the shit that happens in those cartoons where, like... It doesn't look real. both of... Like, she jumps up. Both feet are, like, stuck on the wall. And there's this, like, (laughs) moment of realization about, like, what's going to happen
1: in and my face. She I'm like, like
0: <gasps> she, yes, she like hovers in the air for a second and then she drops to the ground. I wish and one of you guys like, would
1: have been taking a video.
0: It, right, and it didn't it didn't seem like it was that far, but it was like have you ever fallen completely on the ground without anything to catch you? <laughs> I don't think so. It was
1: that type of moment. I it literally like, had never felt that before. Like I literally just like thunk. Like on the ground, was- full body, all of my body on the ground. <laughs> and the fact that you were wearing these like two dollar flip flops was the even funniest more. thing. Oh god, that it's just so good. Like rule number one, parkour, mm. like do not wear cheap flip flops. Like that is rule yeah. number like rule number, number zero. Like do not yeah. wear shitty shoes. And I rule wrote that number role. one
0: after rule number zero is don't do parkour if you don't know what the fuck you're doing <laughs> I broke both so Karen broke both of the rules
1: that is so funny because so
0: clearly karin does not know how to ball out of control <laughs> without getting lost in the sauce because Karen basically is the sauce whoa that's
1: a whoa that's deep i never thought about it that way <laughs> but like now that you say that Maybe I am sauce. (laughs) Corinne's like, yeah, I'm saucy. (laughs) Because the moment, like, when I read this question, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I know exactly what I'm going to say. So, basically, Grace and I went to San Francisco, end of February, beginning of everything COVID-wise, in America. And... I was on kind of... It was like a business trip almost. Because it was for a conference for the Daily Nebraskan, which I work for. Um, and so any meal I ate was technically paid for. Yeah, baby. By the Daily Nebraskan. Yeah, baby. And... We eating good But like, tonight. but like, wait, because... <laughs> <laughs> because first of all, like... We weren't going to, like, go out to dinner for, like, 20-plus dollars each, each night. We were there, right? Like, that's yeah, not no. how the Daily yeah, Nebraskan no. rolls. It's more like a $10 meal every day for dinner. Like, you're good. So, um, Grace and I, like, hung out, and then she, like, left a day early. And that night, my coworker... My coworker and I actually went out yeah. to dinner on Fisherman's Wharf, which is like kind of a touristy spot, so obviously the prices are going to be a little bit more expensive. Um, we couldn't find anywhere that was like open and mm-hmm. cheap that we wanted to eat at, and we were both like, fuck, I want pasta, like I want pasta, you know, and like a good mm-hmm. glass of wine. Mm-hmm. So. We find this one place, and we were like, hey, this will do. Like, this will be good. And we sit down, and me and her are, like, sitting down, having a great time, eating our dinner, and we just, like, continue to order drinks. (laughs) (laughs) And then all of a sudden, just, like, out of the blue – um, the bill comes and it's about a hefty $60 each. Nice. <laughs> you done did and it. And we both were like, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, obviously, oops. <laughs> I can't. Oh, buddy. Obviously, like, we're not going to have the Daily Nebraskan, like, pay for our drinks, but they can pay for our meals, correct? And Correct. Even after – so I ordered, like, prawns, a.k.a. shrimp, in my pasta. A.k.a. expensive. <laughs> a.k.a. money sign, money sign. <laughs> dollar, dollar, dollar. And I think that's the first time I bawled out of control – Without getting lost in the shit because I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I want prawns and I want wine in my
0: pasta. And you bawled out of control without getting lost in the sauce. Except
1: I told my boss and he was like, that's okay. Mm -hmm. You guys are fine. And I was like, I'll pay for the wine. He was like, yeah. So then it was fine. But I didn't get lost in the sauce. (laughs) Let's see.
0: Do I have a story about balling out of control without getting lost in the sauce, Karin?
1: You might. Let me think. Hmm. 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 I feel like it's hmm it's it's both never, but also all the time at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because I, I tend to handle my shit. You do, but also never.
1: Well. Yes, like you handle so, it, but also s- never yes. handle it. Well, yeah, because the thing is,
0: like, the thing is that I will absolutely <laughs> panic about something. Yes, like to the point where you're like, "Is she going to <laughs> be okay?" Like, shave her head and move to Canada? Like, yes. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so I panic about things to the max. Right. But then I never, I never like shut down and like don't completely deal with things yeah i deal with them in the most indirect way possible as in i once had a roommate who <laughs> i like real like we re like we did not get along but, but there, like was, you really there, do was, get along. there was like some shit there <laughs> and oh um to solve that problem i just never went home
1: yeah so like you know, that's how you ball was, out without getting lost. in Without the sauce.
0: getting lost in the sauce. Because here's the thing: if you take shit too seriously, <laughs> you're always gonna get lost. True. In the sauce. Wait. That's so if the you're truth just like
1: the whole, that's
0: the truth. That's the truth. Episode.
1: Like if, that's the truth. If you
0: were like right, like honestly, all of these questions very relevant, very important. Here's the bottom line: why do you give a fuck?
1: Why? Whoa. Why? Jaw to the ground. Why do you uh, get lost mind in the drops. sauce? when you have the balls to get out of control when you could when
0: you could ball out (laughs) like honestly you should just spend your whole life balling out because the sauce is shit you don't need to worry about truth preach sound like i'm tripping balls right now but i'm not no like actually like not here
1: Yeah, neither of us are tripping balls (laughs) but like that's the truth if you just stick to your guns and you ball out of control without getting lost in the sauce you will ball out of control without getting lost in the sauce you that's just will as just well so so that's how we answer that question <laughs> thank you <laughs> next okay next hi tell me how to get college ready lol I feel like I'm 12 compared to people okay I feel okay. like I'm 12 compared to people
0: Karin actually is confirmed 12 compared to people. I am confirmed 12 years old. Confirmed.
1: I was born in 2008. Eight? <gasps> oh? That just like blew my mind. Um, yeah, I was born in 2008. <laughs> but <clears throat> so, okay, here's my thought. Nobody is ever truly college ready. Like, I don't think I'm currently college ready.
0: That car's about to graduate. I'm about to
1: graduate, and I am not college ready. So if you go into it thinking like, oh, I'm so helpless, blah, blah, blah. I'm not college ready. Like, you're not going to be college ready. But if you go into it thinking, I'm not college ready, and that's Okay but nobody else is, and that's okay. Like, you will mm-hmm. be fine. I think a lot of the perceptions about college are kind of, like, scary and daunting and, like, ooh, what's going to happen? But, like, in mm-hmm. reality, it's pretty much just, like, fun high school, but with no supervision. Like, that's yeah. what it is. So think yeah. it in that way, <laughs> more so in the fact that you might think of it as, like, oh, it's so scary and, like, out of my comfort zone and, like, I don't know how I'm going to make friends. Like, nobody knows how they're going to make friends. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing I learned most during my freshman year was, like, nobody knows what the hell they're doing, and that's okay.
0: Yeah. I would say I would 100% agree with that. Like, there's no way to be truly college-ready. I think the biggest thing is just being open to experiences, like being open to whatever's going to happen and definitely like moving out of your parents' house and into a room with a stranger is one of the scariest things you do. But the best thing that you can tell yourself is like nothing that happens is the end of the world. Literally. Like, yeah. Yeah. I will miss my family, and I will feel so weird, like, not being at home, Mm -hmm. and it'll feel really uncomfortable. It's not the end of the world. Like, you'll be okay. It will be a hard adjustment, like, learning how to balance your time appropriately and, like, make friends within your dorm or inside of your classes, Mm -hmm. but, like, not the end of the world. Like, I think that the biggest thing that you can that you like the biggest mindset that you could take into college is just like an openness to whatever you're gonna find there yeah and definitely like similarly to to what Karin said just like understand that like it's different for everyone Mm -hmm. like you are going to like have completely new experiences and you're not necessarily, like, feeling ready for them right now. But that doesn't mean that you're not ready for them. It yeah. just means that it's, like, it's an intimidating transition to go through in life. And, like, it's really scary. And I guarantee you, like, the night before I moved into my dorm freshman year, I was, like, not okay. Yeah. I was, like, this is not real. Like, there's no way this is real. Yeah. And then within a matter of months, you're, like, how the hell did I live at home? Yeah. Like, how did I do Or, that? like, live
1: without the people you know. So, like... One big thing I dealt with the summer going into my freshman year of college was, like, I thought all the issues around my life were, like, so significant. And, like, everything meant such a big deal. And, like, it was all about me, blah, blah, blah. And, like, to a certain extent, yes. But also, no, there are so many other things in life that are more like just more than what you're dealing with now. And if you're feeling lost or confused or nervous, that's valid. But once you get into college or the just the next step in your life, like all of those issues or small like arguments, like they will mean nothing. And like the things you will experience in college or the next part of your life are going to be way more significant than anything you have ever felt before. And Mm -hmm. I think that's hard to understand if you've never been through before. But Mm -hmm. take it from us. Like, both Grace and I have dealt with plenty of things. Plenty of shit. Plenty of shit. Which, looking back, I would have never in the moment been like, oh my God, this is like so significant to my life. But like looking back, I've had a few instances where like shit has happened and it has made me a better person because of what I've gone through. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess what I'm trying to get to is like in the moment, you think it's a big deal, blah, blah, blah. It is, but other people are also dealing with it too. So – Don't think it's all about you, but also in the long run, you will look back and say, wow, like that was so crazy. Like I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but that is Mm -hmm. so like awesome what I got myself into. If that makes sense. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Also, I I know the person who's asking this question and I know for a fact that you are not like 12, (laughs) like you're very mature. You're very ready for this transition. And I think that you will enjoy yourself Mm -hmm. a lot. I think that it can be even more intimidating if you're going into it as an introvert, but I'm telling you right now, like, you will be fine. Like, I promise you it's going to be okay. Um, It's not at all like the end of the world. It's actually one of, it's the experience that opens up your world to everything beyond it. Um, So I think it's perfectly fine to be nervous and it's okay to be scary, but you have an amazing support system. You have me. You have me also. Have, I don't know
1: you, but yeah, you have me. Karin has
0: inserted herself into your life. <laughs> um you have so many people who are ready and backing for you and backing for you and backing and Backing you up <laughs> <laughs> and backing you up. Um, so I would say you you can't fail. Like, not even like, oh, you really like you can't. Like there's so much pressure, but like there's no way. There's literally no way for you to fail. Yeah. Like you're gonna be absolutely I think fine.
1: failing is like quote unquote failing it's a fake fake. term like Mm -hmm. you can be bad at something you can learn from your mistakes but like totally failing is like fake like that's not a real thing like yeah and it can feel like uh, you can can totally feel feel like like a real thing yeah definitely but i think anytime
0: you any any ask literally anyone like people who go through serious failure in their life within a year or so of that failure Mm -hmm. they'll be like Nope, I learned so much from that experience. And I like honestly don't know who I would be without it. So
1: yeah. Okay, last question. (laughs) The last question. It feels like the world is at a standstill because of everything going on. Yeah, it does. (laughs) And end of end of sentence. End of sentence. End of comment. Yes, it does. End of comment. Um yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's what we think on that. <laughs> so,
0: um, so I agree. I think. So, so you're right. Yeah. So, so this statement is true. Like, this is a true um, statement. Normally, when you ask for advice, um, it's in the form of a question <laughs> or something like that. So.
1: We don't really know how to I deal. mean, <laughs> go to therapy. No, but like, I definitely think this is a valid feeling that probably everybody listening is feeling um I know I've definitely felt it like every single day the past five months um but that's okay like you're gonna be okay I just okay I don't know how to say this without being like but yes the world kind of is at a standstill and we've never dealt with that before. Like nobody living, or I guess like maybe a few people living like <laughs> currents like those ninety five wounded. But <laughs> like rock on to those people. But Yeah, rock on. Um, this has never happened before. Correct. And we don't know how to deal with it. Correct. Correct. But that doesn't mean we just ignore it and try to get on with our lives. Like I think it's it's difficult because like both grace and i have been trying to like navigate our lives through this time in our lives time in the world um but there's really no like map or like guidelines to go about life during this time do you know what i'm trying to say
0: yeah, I've no I I've like, no idea what anyone is, No one knows like what they're doing.
1: Nobody knows what they're doing.
0: And, it, and 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 I
1: I I would go ahead and tie this back
0: into a question that we had two ago. <laughs> how to ball out of control without <laughs> getting lost in the sauce. Yes. Here's here's the kicker, okay? Okay, okay, okay. I'm making light of this because I feel like you should make light of this because it's in a situation where it's like if you take everything too seriously, you're going to go fucking crazy. So here's the thing. Here, here, here's how you deal with this. You accept the things that you don't have control over. You're like, cool, that is happening. I don't have control over Mm -hmm. it. It can do its thing. Mm -hmm. And then the things that you do have control over, you do whatever the fuck you want with. You do what makes you happy with them. You do, you do, you do what you can. Yeah. And that, my friends, is how you ball out of control (laughs) without getting lost in the sauce because the world feels like it's at a standstill.
1: Like that's the truth. I think everybody needs to live their lives on the term how to ball out of control without getting lost in the sauce. I think that's just a great motto to live by. Even Honestly, though it's a question. You know? Live your life on that question, being like, "How do yes. I? I don't know."
0: Instagram uh ca- or Instagram Wait, bio. Wait, I'm changing breathing. my bio. <laughs> oh my god. Karin is currently balling out of control without getting lost in the sauce. Um, and that, yes, that is a genuine question that we got from one of our listeners. Thank you so much. Um, it is now our mantra.
1: Just kind of like absorb the fact that life is like it's never been before. Things are happening. Crazy shit is happening. And movements and actions are happening in a way that has never been happened before if that even makes sense
0: never been happened (laughs) never been never been happened before
1: (laughs) but i think if everybody had that mindset of like yeah this has never happened before and that's okay but we're all going to figure it out collectively together and Mm -hmm. it's going to be tough and it's not going to be fun and it's going to be confusing and weird and rough. But, like, that's just how it's going to be for the next couple months. I think if I think if everybody had that mindset, like, things would be way different. He, this is something weird that I've thought about the mm-hmm. other day.
0: Where if you view mm-hmm. every emotion, every experience, everything that you, like, experience in your life as just like an experience of what it's like to be human Mm -hmm. it makes things so much more bearable like there are moments when like I'm super super anxious and I'm just like this is just like one of the things that it feels like to be like one of the things that humans experience this is one of those things that like this is what it feels like to be a human Mm -hmm. and that for some reason like is a very comforting thought to me because I think it reminds me that it's like it's not just me. This is part of the human experience. Yeah. Nothing that I'm experiencing is unique to me.
1: Mm-hmm. And But also knowing that everything that you're experiencing is also valid. Oh, it's yeah. so valid. Yeah. Know, and it's know like, it's, it's valid. Know that it's valid, but also not specifically unique to
0: just you. Right. It's completely valid and it's very normal, mm-hmm. honestly. Like... I think that's the best way to, to take the things that are going on right now, and that's not to make light of like, the horrible, horrible things that are happening, but it is to like put it in perspective. Where like, this is experiencing mm-hmm. humanity.
1: Yeah, this like, is like
0: this is what it's like to be a human. I think
1: it's also you have to get into the mindset of like, this is history. And, like, this will be put into history books, whether you like it or not, everything that's going on. So, just knowing that, like, things are not normal, quote unquote. Like, things are not normal. So, just being okay with that. I know it's tough. Like, I deal with the anxiety every morning. Like, things aren't like they used to be. Like, yes, things are not like they used to be. But also things are becoming way better than they were yesterday. You have to kind of get into that mindset.
0: Karin and I are not, like, of the population of people who are being severely, like, really hit by any of this stuff. Like, we're both very privileged white people, and we are speaking to the experience of privileged white people, and obviously there are much greater, like, traumas Mm -hmm. being experienced right now and greater tragedies. So if that's your experience and that's what's happening, I'm so sorry. And we would love
1: to hear from you. Like, reach out to us yeah, and let us know. I really know. hope that
0: you reach out to us. I really hope that you feel like you can talk to someone mm-hmm. close to you. I really feel like you're getting – I really hope you're getting support. Yeah. Um, But if that's not you and you're just like Carmen and <laughs> I, then everything that we already said applies to
1: you. <laughs> but also, if you're not like us, everything you're feeling is valid and we are here to talk to you to conversate with you to get you through this time Um, yeah and if you're worried
0: about like bills or something like let me know let me know like even
1: I'm worried about bills but I have nothing to worry about so if you need to just reach on somebody who can help you like we are two people that will hands down help you so yeah on that note we love all of you dearly. <laughs> I don't even know who you are listening. Yes. But if you're still listening by I now, like, holy you. shit. Like.
0: <laughs> holy shit. This was a ride. I promise you I'm not tripping. I promise. Um, but I would just like to say thanks for listening. Thanks for trusting us to give yes. you advice. We'll do this again. I had a, lo- a lot I of fun. I had a lot of fun. Um, this was a blast.
1: And,
0: <laughs> yeah, just uh Life Life Just, rocks. Life goes on. And that's the motto. Don't get lost in the sauce. <laughs> don't
1: get lost in the sauce. Hell Anyways, yeah. we will see you next week with a special guest. So until next time. Stay
0: tuned. <laughs> Bye. Bye.